Hey, Caleb, remember the episode of the What Podcast that I posted on our Facebook? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. As like the lead up for the next episode? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we're going to talk about homeschooling. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're talking about. Aww. We're not going to talk about homeschooling. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably do probably we'll probably do, it next do that week. next week. Um, yeah. We also need to do another couple episodes on your brainstorming stuff. Mm-hmm. For your I book. feel like I should so. have written the first scene by then, or else I'll feel like a big like idiot. <laughs> yeah, you haven't written the first scene yet. No, oh, I wow. I wrote four lines Shame. of the next of the first scene. Shame on you. The first line is so much blood. Good. This is a good first huh? line. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then it's just him seeing the king's corpse and then mm-hmm. his best friend's corpse. Yeah. And then um, the next line is so much power. Hmm. Isn't okay. Good? So much yeah. blood. The king's lifeless body on the stairway. Right, right. There's bl- his blood pooling in a puddle, <laughs> I guess. It yeah. was along those lines. I don't remember. What it, I was along those lines. And so much power. Yeah, that's good. Like blood. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, but then he that, says, that's so not much even power. A good pun. I know, it's not. It's just dumb. Such of a stretch. <clears throat> but okay, so, so yeah, so that I wrote four lines, so I don't feel too bad, um, but I need to get on that. Yeah, you really do. I should also get on writing to look scour a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, so I had the perfect, and this is a little off topic, but I don't care. Like, I'm going to tell you about this. I had the perfect, like, character switching moment for one of my characters. Um, and I was not expecting it whatsoever. Like I just started writing this scene. I was like, I don't really know where this is going. Like, I don't know why I'm having this person do this. And then, and then I realized, oh no, that's, that's it right there. I'm going to have this person just do a 180. And, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because I like, it's one of those things where you, you have to read it mm-hmm. and that will make it so much better. Yeah. Or I'll else it'll you, sound I'll, silly. Is that what you're saying? Well, you won't, it won't be as impactful. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it's, I just had one of those moments where I'm just like, oh, this is so good. I can't, oh, if you really do want to know what it is, then, um, no, I don't No, I'm just talking to the listeners. If you really do want to know what it is, um, on my YouTube channel, I, I literally have the writing session like, oh, streamed. I, that yeah, I, streamed, I thought you were going to tell everybody um, that. No, no, no. <laughs> the writing session that I streamed, um, up on my YouTube channel. So you can write, you can, uh, look at that and watch that moment of realization that I had. But, uh, yeah. So what are we actually talking about today, Connie? Um, we're going to be talking about the movie, the magnificent seven that just came out. And, uh, <sighs> Caleb and I, and our friend Jared, we watched it together. It's so and good. so good. It's I mean, so good. I'd give it a solid 9.5 off the bat. Uh, I'd go 9.0. Really? Okay. Cause this is the thing. I feel like we liked that movie a lot more than BBC. Okay, people. all right. So you know nine. what I mean? Like, all right, I'll give it for that. us. Yeah, like it's fantastic. But yeah, it could it could have been for other people. It might have been better if they had done some things differently. Yeah, it was a perfect movie for us. Yeah, it wasn't a perfect movie for us. Not, not a perfect. I say that subjectively. Yeah. Obviously, nothing's okay. perfect. No, for God. I mean, I mean, I just don't think it was a perfect movie. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't because. We talked about one thing. Like, I know, right uh, Connor. Okay. Again, like so, just just apologize. Fine, it's a, so, uh, I'm sorry. It, it's a go. really really good movie for us. Yeah. But okay, so yeah, so it's in the movie theaters right now. Um, off the bat, we'll give a content warning. It's a violent movie. It's, it's, a, it's a very it violent movie. There's a lot and, of shooting. Yeah, there's. I mean, <laughs> lots yeah. of gunfights. Yeah. Um. The the characters aren't necessarily good, but they're doing the right thing. Fair enough. If that makes sense. So they're they're not the the reasons for them being there they're, aren't the greatest. Yeah. But they're still doing the right thing. 
And it is... In the end, the whole thing is about them not being the best people, but doing the right thing anyway, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's basically what it was. And uh, the... How do I put this? The... Yeah, I'm just going to... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What am I, I can't figure to out say? how to word it, so you got to, you know, fill in the silence. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, let's just go ahead and go through it, like, um, piece by piece. So, like, characters. What, what, what oh, was, that's what, what we were talking about. We are talking about content warning. All right. Oh, so, yeah. Right. Um, okay. There's some, some swearing. swearing. Yeah. I don't... Other than that, no. I mean, yeah, the worst thing they say is the S word, but mm-hmm. uh, it was not, it's they, not super frequent. Yeah, they, they uh, had one sexual reference... Um, oh yeah, that, it, which was which was not... very subtle. Well, not not, not terribly not subtle, subtle. No, but if you didn't understand, it was, it was very culture, minor. Yeah, that you wouldn't so, get but but it, but it exi- did exist. So if any of these things turn you off for watching the movie, then don't watch it. Okay. Um, but besides that, but yeah, it I'm like if you just hate violence. Just don't go see the movie. I mean, if you yeah, don't I, I, care, if you hate violence, yeah. I mean, I, I assume that you wouldn't go see a Western action movie anyway. Yeah. Um, but if you if you want to see a movie about a bunch of people against all odds bunch, trying to do the right guys. thing. Yeah, a bunch of guys <laughs> a bunch trying of to guys. do the right thing. Okay, so I have, a feeling, I have a feeling that a woman would not be able to get that movie as much as a guy would that's true simply because it's literally a bunch of stupid dudes doing <laughs> stupid things yeah it's great yeah but okay so there's a girl there's girls in it yeah there's really only one main female character mm-hmm. but like and it's, she it's was about, fantastic she was a f- good female character like she was very well-rounded but like it it's a movie for guys mm-hmm. like it really is <laughs> it's a such a movie for guys yeah um but yeah so, so let's just go um let's actually go um setting first okay just off the bat so i mean it got the western motif down really well i got got the western motif down really well but it didn't get the race thing down at all and what do you mean um nobody cared that the main character was black there was never once a mention of oh it's a black guy even though that was like a super racist time okay I, i i i get that um that's what i was expecting right off the bat i thought that that's why everybody was was had like like yeah, when, against when the he main character. In, yep. Yeah, when he walked I in. I was like, oh, well, it's yeah. probably because he's a black guy. Uh-huh, exactly. But no, but it was <laughs> it's because he's a bounty it's, hunter. Yeah. Um, and I guess yeah. Besides, I I get that. Um, I feel like they talked a lot more about the other people's race than than the black guy's race, which is actually yeah, weird now that I think about but, it. But but nobody was racist, and that that uh, that kind of didn't make any sense. To okay, me. Chris Pratt was a bit racist. Well, yeah, but the Chris Pratt <laughs> like was... with the Mexican. Remember he yeah, was no, the guy. He... He's like, oh, ole. Yeah, no, no, but but he's he was just a jerk. That was just his character. Fair enough. Okay, he, he, there wasn't racism in the setting in one care. It was just in one character. But yeah, that, that's the only thing I, I just don't think they got right. It, but it didn't take away from the story at really, all by because, not having it in there. Yeah, it's because the story wasn't really about that at all. Yeah. It, yeah. And I, and I get that, yeah. And it, yeah, it, it did seem like people were a bit more progressive than they should have been in in that story. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, you know, it's totally fine that uh, there's a Mexican and a black guy and an Asian and a, a Native American, a bunch of white guys. Well, an Irishman a, and a Confederate. Yeah, Irishman, a Confederate. Um, is that it? What's the one other person? He was, he was... Oh, uh, and uh, a mountain man. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really a race. It's not. Yeah. But... I mean, he had a beard. 
that was bigger than the rest of them. So I guess that is considered a race. No, it's not. No. But anyway, so yeah, like the they got the feel of okay. So especially with all like the props and the special effects and the like, there wasn't a whole lot of CGI, if any. And if if I didn't notice any CGI, like all of that could have been physical effects, like the explosions and all that mm-hmm. stuff. It might have been some CGI, <clears throat> but if it was, it was so well done that I didn't notice it, which is good. Good to say for CGI. Um, yeah, it just got across like the the Western. I mean, all the all the costumes were fantastic. Mm-hmm. The the props were great. The 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 structures, the sets. They, I mean, all they screamed got, Western. They got all the uh, the the details about the Western age, right? Like all the guns, right? With the right. the flipping of the yeah the, yeah yeah yeah. The, uh, Hammer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And stuff like that. They got all of that right. Yep. And so, so it never once, we never once sat there and thought, oh, well, that's not Western age. Right. You never get taken out of the movie because they made a mistake setting wise. And again, so like that's the, fantastic. Yeah. And, and even the, and, and yeah, even the black thing, the, the guy where the, the main character is black, you didn't really notice it. Like thinking back on that movie, I'm like, huh, like they, maybe they should have been a bigger deal about that, but you just kind of yeah, went with just, it. Yeah, it just would have made another plot line. Exactly. It wouldn't like, have fit it in the movie. It wouldn't movie. have fit in the movie, yeah. yeah. So I guess they could have just cast the guy white, but, I mean... But there was a very diverse cast. <laughs> it was a very diverse cast. We are so diverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're making a reference to another thing. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty much good for the setting. I mean, it, just did, it was a good Western um, in that sense. Plot. What do you think about that? Um... Plot, plot on, yeah, plot was absolutely fantastic. I feel like, I feel like we can't really talk too much about the plot without, um, talking about the characters, but, but briefly the plot was very streamlined. There was never any point where they, you felt like they were doing something that had no purpose. And they never changed the goal. Right. Um, because of, you know, whatever the, the goal was always the same. It was always the same. And they never like tried to pull something on you that there was no plot twist that tried to um there was no there were uh there was no plot twist that changed the main goal that's what I meant to say yeah there's there was no plot twist that changed the goal of the movie so you never sat there thinking oh well everything that just happened a second ago was pointless because the plot just was center line mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like that's a minor spoiler but it's uh, not really, you know. Yeah. And again, with with that kind of movie, there's not there's not like any huge plot twists. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a very straightforward action movie. They're trying to save a town, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the whole movie. They they they're they're, they're you know the uh, Denzel Washington, the main character Sam Chisholm, is going around recruiting people to go save the town, and then they go and they they figure out how to save the town, and then they there's a big battle and you mm-hmm. know. Lots of people die and all that stuff. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, again, like when you when you first when we first started talking about plot, just when you brought up you you can't talk about the plot without talking about the characters, and that's because this was such a character centered movie, which is why we liked it so much. Um, and we'll get into the specifics of why we liked it so much a little bit later. But just just first off, like, why are those characters so evocative, like to us? Like, why? What did they do right with the characters? Besides them being, like, all of our friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Let's talk about it without that first, and then we'll, okay. then we'll go into that. 
I mean, all of the characters had their own personal flaws, mm-hmm. personal quirks, and, um, like, uh, specialties. Right. And so every single character felt very unique, mm-hmm. and none of the characters seemed like there was Overlap? Any, well, yeah, there wasn't any overlap, but as well, there was no, there was no time where I thought, well, why is this person like this? Right. The, the, the story made me believe every single character was the way they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's really good. That makes sense. They had a legitimate reason, mm-hmm. and they put backstory in there with legitimately them saying a single line. Yeah. And it wasn't expository, it, or yep. not expository, it wasn't exposition. Is that the right? Exp- expository. Yeah, it yep. wasn't expository. Was right. yep. It was just a tell, or not, it wasn't a tell. It was, it was a, a show. show. Yeah. It, they they showed you the backstory of the character through in their actions line. and their words, yep. not through the t- story telling you about it. It was yep. the character showing you about it. It was nobody narrated, and the guy didn't say, "Hey, remember that time that we did blank and blank, and that's why I'm blank." It's like right, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. Wait. <laughs> it, it was it was like the simple line like. It just a natural in-character conversation where you knew that both characters knew more than you did as the audience, mm-hmm. but they didn't talk to each other as if they didn't know. They just talked to each other like a natural conversation would have been. We were missing some of it, but we got enough to know kind of what they were talking about, and we didn't need to know anymore, like, mm-hmm. because it would have just felt false. Like, if they had just gone into, like, yeah, and then this happened. You you remember you remember that one time where this happened, and then I'm, I've been dealing with these feelings ever since? Mm-hmm. No, that wasn't how it is. You got all of that across with just, like, a, a quick back and forth mm-hmm. of someone saying, hey, that person over there, huh? Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Maybe it was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think like the, one of the things that I was thinking first when we kind of started the whole, um, movie was that like, I mean, it's the Magnificent Seven. I was like, why do they need seven people? Like, that just seems like a lot of characters that are kind of unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, and they now- did a really, really good job of introducing characters mm-hmm. without taking mm-hmm. away from the story. Yeah. Each character added to the story in a yep. magnificent way. No pun intended. <laughs> Actually, absolutely pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really a pun. It was just Blame using words. the same word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you would use the, the, the word magnificent that's, that's to mean something else than what you're assuming, that would be a pun. But it's okay. I'm just saying, man. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, each of the characters had a role to play, and they felt, if not essential, they felt like they did add something to the story. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so, so it... Um, yeah, again, like, I guess technically you could have made that movie with less, with not all of those characters. But, it, think but it, it wouldn't have, it have been, been as same. good. Yeah. It really wouldn't have been because each of the characters, none of the, none of the characters, the, the story was not about all of the characters. It was about one of the characters. Right. And that's what made it work. Mm-hmm. And they, they didn't, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say that because that's a spoiler, but right. they didn't, but they didn't, um, try to be favorable to any of the side characters. Right. Let's put it yeah. that way. They, they didn't, I want to say that they, did, they, they didn't, um, not kill their darlings, but, but th- that's not entirely true. So 
I mean, just... a lot of that movie was about these are our darlings and isn't this great? Yeah. <laughs> like so... this is the thing. This is why we made this movie because we want this kind of awesome crap to happen in it, and that just made the movie better because. And, and I think the reason was they didn't let any of those things detract from the main plot. Yeah. They made sure that it added to the main plot. Mm-hmm. They made sure that it made it more interesting to have those things happen yeah. rather than just say, oh, but now I. Wait a second. So this person has this other subplot going on, and then yeah. they want to do this other thing. But every we're supposed single, to be doing this thing. every single one of the character side plots was not about the story. It simply was a side plot to the story. Mm-hmm. It that wasn't the story. They, you could have taken out literally all of that and made a twenty-minute movie of the main character trying to do this thing. But in order to make a movie that wasn't twenty minutes long, they put in all this extra stuff. But at the end, it ended with the main character. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was the point. Yeah. It ended with the main character doing the same thing he was doing from the very beginning. Right, right. And yeah, and, and again, like one of the things you pointed out was that um, they didn't spend any, there was no favoritism between the side characters. Mm-hmm. Like all of the side characters were equally side characters yeah. to the to the main character. Like you always knew that Sam Chisholm, he's the main focus of this whole thing. Yep. But everything that other people did added to that and made that more meaningful and helped the main plot along. And each of them had their specific side roles that, that made the movie just better by all these people being able to interact and all that stuff. So, um, the banter absolutely was fantastic throughout the entire movie. The banter was fantastic. Great banter. Absolutely. Like it was just fantastic writing. Like, like Mm -hmm. it was, it was a really, well, it wasn't necessarily a really good idea. It was a good classic idea executed masterfully. Mm-hmm. That's how to describe this movie. It wasn't this this out yeah, of the yeah. world like the idea you itself. Never thought of yeah. this plot. Mm-hmm. It was a is a just a a decent plot that they made into something masterful just mm-hmm. because of execution yep, and yep. writing. Yep. So that, so the concept itself wasn't like the best thing ever, but the execution was. Um, so, so let's go ahead and talk about like why we specifically love that movie so much. Every single one, uh, like throughout the entire movie, Caleb and I just kept turning to each other <gasps> and pointing at different characters and saying, this is blank in our RPGs. Yeah. And in all of our RPGs, we have different... And, and just for the listeners who don't know what we're talking about there, we're talking about role-playing games. It's, we do various role-playing games, such as Dungeons and & Dragons and Burning Wheel and Fate and stuff like that. And it's basically like a you know, mix between like a board game and interactive like storytelling thing. Um, and it's been one of the things that our friend group has done forever. And so we have these like tropes within our group of like what kind of characters our friends usually play. And we, we just kept watching this movie and slowly as like the different characters were added to the party, literally the, the adventuring party, like you would have in Under the Dragons, we realized this is our adventuring group. That's literally what this is. This is if we, if I, if I was game mastering a Western RPG and each of our friends were playing characters, it wasn't the people. It was the characters that those kind of people that those are those friends of ours usually make in role-playing games. Like, um, and it's, it's if you have seen the movie, um, our friend, well, I guess you don't really know the people that we know anyway, so Uh there'd be no point. And sharing that. Well, okay, we don't have to, like, say specific names or whatever, but let's just talk about, like, reasons why some of the people... So, so like, um, I know we've talked about our friend Jared before on this on this podcast, but, like, Chris Pratt's character in, in that movie, just, like, the silly, like, 
kind of sassy goofball kind of person who's always trying this crazy thing. That's Jared's characters always in, in role playing games. And so the whole time we were just we were because we were watching with Jared, we just turned to him and we're just like, that's that's you. Like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's totally me. Um, and, and he just did crazy things. And it's like, yeah, that's that's the kind of thing. And then like the, the interactions between some of the characters yep. were a lot like if those those people, you know, those friends of ours made characters and the way they would interact in a role playing game. It yeah. was it was basically just if so, some writer had looked at all of our role playing game sessions, decided, hey, this is an interesting camaraderie between the characters that these people make and then made a movie out of it with a Western setting. Yep. Like, that's what that was. And it was so fun and satisfying to see that. And afterwards, Jared and Connor and I were just laughing so hard and making all these connections. We're just like, this is literally if that person because I could the whole time I was watching this movie and I could see myself game mastering it in the background and like I could see, oh, that is like that that person that friend of ours would play that character a specific way because of this and i can imagine what was going on behind the scenes as if this was a role-playing game mm -hmm. and there was even was a time so where a character had to leave for something and yeah. we were like oh so the person had couldn't make it couldn't to, make the, the to the session <laughs> and so <laughs> and then and then the person comes back and then we were like oh he got it he, he like um well i guess that doesn't make sense it doesn't yeah. so i'll just ignore that yeah, it's just like he he just came back in the middle of the in the middle of the session or something like that and like we're in the yeah. middle of battle it's like uh i guess you just ride in yep kind of thing like that that <laughs> yeah. sort of thing it's just it's so fun but okay um, so uh the one thing i do really want to talk about yeah, is sure. the morality of that entire story okay sure was and and this this will get spoilery so okay, if you haven't so, seen the movie yeah. go see the movie yeah, it's, it was a great movie. um if you if you were a girl you'll you'll like it but you won't love it um, but, I don't think we can make that kind of statement. Like, I, I, this is a movie made for guys because it's just yeah. a bunch of guys acting. That doesn't mean that the, that women won't enjoy it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they but, they wouldn't yeah. enjoy it. I'm saying that they will enjoy it. They won't enjoy it as much as us. But maybe right. maybe a few will. But the exception that would be the yeah. exception rather than the rule. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, but no, yeah, but it, it, it was a really good movie. Mm -hmm. And if you are looking for a great way to, or just some inspiration for. Um, exposition and showing instead of right, telling right watch that movie for yeah, sure because that it was it was just fantastic like mm -hmm. like i in usual movies i'm like okay that was that was good they practice showing instead of telling there this time i was just in amazement uh -huh. i was like that was so good i uh -huh. never would have thought about <laughs> yeah. doing that uh -huh. that was great um but yeah so so yeah so go see the movie um goodbye <laughs> but okay <laughs> yeah. so now this is the spoiler part yeah so uh Morality wise, do you think Sam Chisholm did the right thing? In in what? In in helping not the only town helping the, the town, but yeah, yeah, helping the town. Did he okay. by taking that job do the right thing? See, that's an interesting question. I mean, you can obviously say that the villain of the story, who is like this, you know, money grabbing um, guy who wanted all the gold and was going to kick all the people out of the town to to get it if he had to, and he was willing to kill people to do it. He's an evil man. He was absolutely an evil man. He deserved justice. See, so, but when you think about the amount of carnage that happened with that whole battle, like the first and the second battle, like, it's just like, how, how exactly do you justify that? Because it seemed like it got to the point where it was just wanton slaughter and it, for it, the sake of wanton slaughter. You know what I mean? I can see that. I can see like, that. Like, I felt like they should, could have been more... 
hands off, more let's try to get these people to surrender, more like let's try to do this peaceably rather than just go in guns a blaze and kill everyone, no mercy whatsoever. Um, but I mean, Sam Chisholm's character was a very dark. I mean, he he was a good person. <laughs> oh my gosh! No. <laughs> no, stop. I mean, that's true. He was. Stop, he, he was stop. dark skinned. <laughs> oh my goodness. That does um, not mean that he was black. Because if he was black, that means he was set on fire okay. and is dead. Anyway, <laughs> what, what I was going to say is he, he's a good person, obviously. Like, he had good intentions and stuff like that. But he was, and he, you know, ultimately he was trying to help people. But, like, he just has this darkness to him, this maybe inner, like, no mercy thing that isn't quite the right way to go about it. Where he was like, yeah, we're just going to kill all these people. And, yeah, okay, that's and. It. But that's where I have to stop you is because in the Wild West, that was no, I that get was that. perfectly oh, justified yeah. because there was no law. Yeah. And especially because the sheriff of the town uh-huh. wasn't doing uh-huh. his job. Yeah. They they were they were bound by by like morality to go right, right. and help that town and kill literally every single person who was who was doing that. And that's exactly yeah. what I would have done is I would have literally, I, I would have gotten a team together and killed every single one of those people. That's what I would have done. Okay. But so, I would not have mm-hmm. done it at the expense of any other life besides the people right. that I knew had nothing to lose. Right. That is the only thing I would have changed about that. Is so you, that they wouldn't have got the townspeople involved? I, but like they wouldn't have I, been able to survive. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean, I and, would and have, he, yeah. it was a voluntary thing. Like he wasn't yeah, forcing him to do it. He was saying, Hey, if you want to defend your home, we're going to defend your home with you, but you got to help us if we're going to make this work. All right, yeah. I know, you know what I mean? I, I yeah. would have done the exact same and thing. And again, like, I, I think that would made perfect sense, like, because it was a defensive thing at that point. Mm-hmm. It was, these people are literally coming in to kill all of us, yep. so we have to defend ourselves. Yep. The, I, think, I think what it comes back to, and the more I think about this, the more I think it makes sense to me, is that it seemed maybe just a tad unrealistic with the amount of loyalty that all those people had to the, to the guy. To the, the, all the, the, what's his name? The extra um, people. Vogue. Yeah, all of the mercenaries. Like, it, because, like, it was literally a gunfight to the death. Oh, the, from, okay. All of those were just gunfights to the death. And when you really get into battles, like, realistic battles, that's not usually the case. Most in of the time, West, people break and run. In Wild West, I would say yes, because if they did break and run, where would they have gone? I mean... Anywhere but the people shooting at them. Yeah, no, 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 but like, but like, towns would be more scarce and, like. No, 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 I from, get that, but like, okay, the... so, so, um, I guess, I guess for the the original people, the people who were in the town themselves, maybe that made sense that they were like defending because that maybe at the 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 first part of the battle they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna kill these seven people or whatever. But then like halfway through they're like, yeah, we're gonna lose. But it's basically just a a, a fight for survival no, at, no, that no, point, at that point because they had nowhere to go. The yeah. mercenaries with who came on the ho- on horseback in the final battle, I feel like especially after the explosions where they were literally just dynamiting hordes of horses and, yeah. and gunmen, I feel like at least some of those people would have just been like, nope, I'm out of here. I'm gone. This is not worth it. And they would have That's left. But it seemed like they were just swarming. Like, we are going to... Like, it's like they were super loyal to this person. But it was just a mercenary army. Like, I just did... That, that the, was... They, the thing is, though, is they could have been very loyal people. We don't know They could they have. I, I get that. But, like, it was literally, let's hire an army. And you're not that... Mercenaries usually aren't that loyal. It's just, all these people are paying me. Did, did they specifically say, let's He's hire like, an army? We're hiring, like, okay. find me an army. But he didn't have an army okay, right. before that. 
He just has a lot of money. I mean, it could have just been legitimately greed. It could have been he was paying. He was going to pay them so much money. Right. Okay. I guess. That but they... again, what I, what I, and the reason I bring that up is because that's why I felt it was wanton slaughter. Not because the people, like the the good people, were doing anything wrong per se, but that it seemed a little unrealistic that the bad people just kept coming. Yeah. And had no sense of like we're gonna surrender at all. It was literally just we will we will come at well, you until you. And until then it was die. that thing though is the entire movie was about man pride. Like really. fair enough. So oh that's a good so point. Yeah, that's a it really was good it point. was just kind of that as well as they mm-hmm. were like I don't care you just killed all of those uh, like all of our men mm-hmm. or whatever but I'm a prideful guy and right. I know that there are very few of you so mm-hmm. there's no way I'm going to lose. Because, you know, if I turn and run, I wouldn't be able to live with myself because my pride would be gone. Oh, and I get, definitely get that about Vo- Vogue, like the, yeah. the main villain. That's why he went into town after his mercenary army was destroyed, which was a really stupid thing to do. Yeah. But he's like, no, like, I'm going to, like, maybe I can just kill the last few remainders and just take it for myself anyway. Because he was so, like, I should have won this fight and I, I my pride is has to stay intact here or else I'm not a man at all. Like... Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why he didn't just be a coward and run. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, there's just a lot of death. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But then it comes slaughter. to the very last scene where he was going vigilante on, on the main guy. Right. Do you think that was right? Um, I think at that point, I mean, because he was, he shot the guy like, uh, where they had that, like the Mexican standoff or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I wouldn't have shot him in the hand. I would have just shot him in the head and just been done with it. The reason that he shot him in the hand, that, that Sam Chisholm saw, shot the villain in the hand, was because he wanted vengeance. Mm-hmm. I think in that moment, he made the wrong decision because he just should have gone for the kill immediately and just been done with, and that would have been justice because he was like, yeah, this probably is going to try to kill me now. And he's an evil man. But then the point where he made it about vengeance, where he made it about, I'm going to strangle you like you tried to strangle, yeah. your men tried I... to strangle me. I was like, oh, man, he's doing the wrong thing until he said, get in the church and pray. And then I was like, he's doing the right thing. And then he started strangling him. And I was like, ah, oh, he's doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so it really See, was I saw that from the beginning. I, I knew that he was not having any sort of good motivation from having him go in the church and pray. It was literally that he was just vindictive. He was like, yeah, I'm going to make this as painful. And I'm going to give him a little bit of hope that I might let him live and then i'm going to tell him this the reason that i hate him and then i'm going to strangle him to death i saw that all the way not the strangling but like i saw that from the <laughs> beginning like when he like when the guy was crawling to the church he's mm-hmm. like yeah he's just messing with him like he's just gonna mess with him until he can kill him in a brutal way and at that point he was like yeah you're just giving into vengeance and you're, you're in the wrong here and that's why yeah, the no, girl agree. yeah that's why the girl had to come and shoot the guy <laughs> and, and i think that was perfect and yeah it was honestly if i would have been in that situation I would have told either the the Mexican guy or the Indian, I would have, or the Native American. I apologize. Um, I would have told either the Mexican guy or the I mean, Native that's American. They, that's what they called him in the movie. But. I know. Um, I would have told either one of those, and I would have said, "You kill him," because if I do right, it, right, it'll be for the wrong reasons. But again, like I think a lot of that was just that he wasn't. They weren't there. They were in another part of the, mm-hmm. of the the town doing other things because they're still stragglers and, and villains or whatever. Um, but yeah, so. Um, I guess that's it. Um, is there anything else? Yeah. Well, I mean, about? overall, I just, I loved the morality of that movie. It was a redemption story for every single character, right. except for the main character who hid his motivations amazingly well. Uh-huh. That nobody ever guessed it until uh-huh. halfway through the movie, you get a slight hint 
And then at the very mm-hmm. end, his motivations are finally revealed. Yeah. And you realize he's doing this for the complete wrong reason. Uh-huh. And he's been so respectful and uh-huh. a good person up to this point. And then he's like, he's just mm-hmm. as dark as the rest of them. So it's still a redemption story. Yeah. And then after he, you know, the, the guy gets killed, I was like, okay, now he's back on the right track. He's like, he had that moment where he was like, yep, that definitely should have been taken away from me. Mm-hmm. Like he never, he never once thanked the lady, yeah. but he said, it was in his I am, eyes. Yeah, yeah. I am, I am glad that you did that mm-hmm. because I was going too far. Yeah. yeah. And it was just, ugh, I just, I loved it. And, and they didn't have to tell you that. They didn't mm-hmm. have to say, oh, I was doing the wrong thing, but you saved me and now I'm doing the right thing. You saw it without him having to say a word. Mm-hmm. And you can just see that. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I noticed was that, um, like, the and this is just random, but like the deaths of the people, um, of, the, of the various members of the Magnificent Seven made so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't try to make it all about this, like, specific dramatic deaths for all of them. Mm-hmm. It was just how the battle would have happened with yep. the situation that they were all in. So, like, you know, Chris Pratt's character, for instance, he that's his personality. He would have done something crazy yep. like that to try to take that thing out. With the bear, like, it was just pure chance because the, the Indian, the, the, you know, the, the, the evil Indian guy came over and just shot him full of arrows and oh well he's nothing you can do about that he's he's a melee fighter like he's just gonna die um the uh, the one thing that that irked me but made perfect sense was that the guy he was saving after he gave him his guns he didn't shoot him and i was like it makes perfect sense that he wouldn't because he's a coward but if he just would have picked up the gun and shot the guy everything would have stopped and that's why i loved the that that story so much is because it was like yeah this guy is a coward and he's a complete idiot uh-huh, and uh-huh. this is his his moment of inspiration where he's like these are true men mm-hmm. yeah kind yeah. of a thing and so, you're yeah. talking about the the second guy who, who was trailing along with the woman the yeah, whole time yep. yeah i can't even remember his name i don't know he I don't wasn't he wasn't terribly important i know it's the but... mexican guy and the dark-skinned guy like it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine um but yeah okay so for example the asian and the the confederate who were up on the tower like they were sniping people and the people with the gatling gun are like yeah we just need to shoot them and that just was that's what would have happened there was yep. no way out of that they were gonna die because they're up in a very high place and they were just being riddled with bullets and so they killed and they, so they died yep. yeah they, exactly they, they never once they, they made amazing characters mm-hmm. and amazing deaths and they never once stopped and said oh but is there a way we can get this character out they right. were like no if he's gonna die then that's just that's uh-huh. a part of the movie and that's just and, gonna be and great. I think that's why I like that one of the reasons I like that movie so much is that it didn't there's no real sequel potential to that movie, yeah. and that's a good thing. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, if there could be some good second movie made out of that, I mean, I guess, whatever, maybe we'll watch it. But, like, that movie didn't doesn't need anything else. It's mm-hmm. there. It's its own thing. Those characters lived and died in that in that space, mm-hmm. and they don't need to be anywhere else. Um, and, and I think that's something that's lost in a lot of art today is the the... the the idea of the single thing that yeah. stands well, on its own rather than the franchise that gets bloated until it's dumb. Yeah. And and the reason they do that is because of money. Yeah. And that's no, how obviously. you can tell a good artist is the one who just says, I'm going to make a fantastic movie and I'm just going to leave it. Right. Which is why I, I, again, why I like Christopher Nolan so much is that's what he does all the time. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, people liked Inception so much. I could make, 
10 movies out of that and people yep. would still watch it but i'm not going to because that was the end of that story and i don't want to yep. tell anymore and, and by him doing that he gains more respect exactly. from all the people that watch him mm -hmm. and i think he would get more money that mm -hmm. way and like the even the dark knight trilogy like he set it out to be a trilogy yeah he made movies and there you go and that's the end there's no more batman he's not making any more batman movies um Obviously, DC is still going to make more Batman movies yeah. because they need the money. Or they don't need the money, but they want the money. Um, but um, Christopher Nolan's like, no, I'm just going to do my own thing. It's fine. Yep. That's cool. But yeah, so anyway, that, that will conclude this then. I think we talked about everything. Yeah, I think we did. Well, I just, I just want to say that if we could go back to Wild West times where I could take the law into my own hands because it was the right thing to do back then, I, I would just love it. And that's why I love those mm -hmm. Wild West movies so much is it's all about if somebody, if there really is somebody in need or in danger and there is a good person out there, he's going to do whatever necessary to protect those people. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter who he has to kill or what supposedly evil taboo, taboo things he has to do. He knows he's doing the right thing because he's protecting a life that can't protect itself. Right. And that's, that's just what made that movie mm -hmm. is a bunch of people saying, yeah, these people need help. Mm -hmm. And why we're doing it is because we're a bunch of, you know, evil people or not evil. Well, yeah, not really. we're a bunch of, we're a bunch of, you know, ne'er-do-wells. Yeah. You know, ne'er do -wells. Misfits. And like, you know, for example, Chris Pratt's not, Chris Pratt's character wasn't a very good person. He's just kind of a scoundrel kind yeah. of type, you know, he's going to steal things from people and whatnot. And he gained a redemption from, from yep. that whole thing. And, and that's this is worth fighting for. And then, you know, the Mexican, like he was a wanted man and, and he's like, like, this is something that I could do. Cause he, he realizes that he's hiding out from the law and there's like nothing he can do. And now that he has the bounty hunt, you know, Sam Chisholm on his side you know, then he's, he's in the good now. He can, might be able to get out of that kind of thing. Mm. But like, yeah, it was again, like, this is something that I can do and it's like, there's nothing else I have. So I guess I might as and, well. And it really was specifically for him. That was the main redemption story is with him because he had no reason to be there. Mm -hmm. Literally he had no reason to be there, but yeah. he, because of the consequences of his life and like that was foreshadowed that him, those people like sneaking up on him and trying to kill him or whatever. That was foreshadow of him being like, I don't want to be in this life anymore. And then he sees his opportunity to do something mm -hmm. really good. And he's like, all right, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like this big, like change of heart thing. It was just like, yeah, no, I want to do the right thing now. Mm -hmm. And that's all it needed to be. And yeah. it was fantastic. But yeah, so Definito. if you guys ever find a country where I can just go and be vigilante, <laughs> I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, not that I go and can be vigilante, because I could be vigilante at any time. <laughs> go to a place where that needs a vigilante. Right. Like, morally. Because that'd be fun. And again, like, that's the and kind of situation if you don't have a government. The gun. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> Trying me to use a really nice weapon and buy it for me. That'd be great, too. Mm -hmm. But again, like, Sam Chisholm, I mean, he was part of the law system. Like, mm -hmm. he was sanct... He was not sanctified. <laughs> he was legitimized <laughs> with the... Yeah, that he had a a, a license mm -hmm. to practice law, and he yep. he decides this is something that needs to like this is bad, this is against the law, and I'm gonna fight against it. Mm -hmm. Um, and because there wasn't a whole lot of he couldn't just go call the police, and the sheriff was crooked in that town. He's like, I guess I gotta do this myself. So, yeah, just absolutely fantastic. So go watch it. It was good. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. So yeah, um, do we have a hashtag for this episode? 
Anything funny that we said? Not really. Um, we do hashtag so diverse. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> hashtag so diverse. <laughs> oh, right. So funny. Um, yeah, it, this is a fantastic movie. Um, if you if you like playing role playing games, please like tell us about like if, if this is like the same kind of thing for you where you can see your friends playing those characters. Please tell us. We want to know that. That would yeah. be so fantastic. Um, cause yeah, it was, it was so much fun to watch that movie and just kind of put those people into those roles. Um, so, so if you do, if you do want to watch this movie and I don't know why you're still listening to this, if you still want to watch this movie, cause we got into spoilers, <laughs> but if you do still want to watch this movie, watch it with your friends who mm-hmm. play RPG. <laughs> do that. And so if you don't have plenty of fl- friends who play RPG, make friends who play RPG, play RPG with them and, and then, then watch, watch this movie. movie. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah. Have a great week, guys. Um, If you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show at Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian artist show and our website at Christian artist show dot com. Sorry, missed an episode last week, but uh, uh, craziness. I don't know. Our lives are just kind of crazy right now, but we're getting back into a a kind of a regular routine. um, So we should be able to have consistent episodes. We'll try to actually, you know, record one early next week so we have one for, for the next weekend. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, guys. <laughs>